and we are back right away we finished last episode watched this one and recording right away so it's fresh on our mind we just want to finish this season yeah <laughs> yes not and in a bad way like I, i'm excited to see the finale yeah this has been a really good season thank goodness season six we were like oh my gosh we just want to finish this yes. season please let us be free yes <laughs> So. This has been a refresher since that one. So we have Euchenna and Joyce departing first today, this episode, yes. at 10.53 p.m. And their clue says, make your way 10 miles to the Serkechi train station and find the room with the dervishes. The whirling dervishes are like a religion who they spin to show their faithfulness or something like that yeah a religious sect said. that spins to show their devotion to their faith yeah i didn't know whirling dervish was that's what that was <laughs> I've yeah heard i've that. Like heard the phrase before but yeah i, I thought it would have been the hat like you know oh yeah the hats that they wear in the hair that have like the little tassels yeah so if you didn't watch the episode it's like they have dresses that they do have big hats mm-hmm that are like tall and they have big dresses with long gowns that they spin and yeah spin like slowly and looks yeah. pretty cool like <laughs> and they all commented on like how you know like amazing and like what's the word like unique poignant really. it was yeah. just kind of something cool and yeah so now we know what a whirling dervish is <laughs> see when you travel you learn yes <laughs> So this episode married, married, <laughs> aired on May 3rd, 2005. Oh, yeah. She asked me right before this. She said, did you get the air date? And I said, yes. And then we started and then she didn't. Anyway. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and they have $477 for this leg, except for Ron and Kelly have zero. That is a lot of money to not have. I know. Because when other people start legs, it's like. What do they get? Like sixty something dollars? Yeah, like eighty hundred. Yeah. So to know you have to do four hundred seventy-seven dollars. That's like that would be daunting. That is a lot. Yeah. Um. So you try to enjoy get to the the dervishes first, and they get the clue. It says fly two thousand miles to London, England, and find the famous zebra crossing that was made famous by the Beatles album cover. And they have to figure out that that means Abbey Road. Yeah. Zebra crossing means crosswalk. Yeah. Like I, the, the lines, the white lines, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know that they called them that. Yeah. So Meredith and Gretchen leave at 11.57. So they're like a whole hour behind Euchenna and Joyce. Mm-hmm. And Euchenna and Joyce, in the meantime, get to the airport. And they find out that a f- there's like the first flight out to London leaves at 8.30 the next morning and arrives in london at 10 30 and it's non-stop yeah so then robin amber depart at 12 37 and ron and kelly at 12 53 so right away ron and kelly start asking people for money and they find this local guy it's like the middle of the night mm-hmm. and dark they have no money <laughs> so kind of scary yeah. but they need to get a taxi to this to go to the airport. Well, to that whirling dervish place oh, first. Oh, yeah. And so this guy, little local guy, seems to help him find some money from people. And they asked the taxi driver, they said, we only have six million lira. Can you take us? I'm like, six million? Yeah. So 
things must have changed in the last 20 years because I looked up the conversion right now. Six million Turkish lira is a hundred and ninety-four thousand dollars. Wait. Yeah. What? That's what Google says. Six million. Let's see. Unless I typed it in wrong. Is there is there lira in different countries? Like is lira? I don't know, but it says Turkish lira specifically. So, yeah. Uh, That's the, so weird. I don't even get that. How can that be? How can that be? I don't $194,000 cab ride? No. Just, I'm saying like the conversion, like the lira didn't, it didn't, like it wasn't worth anything. I know, but how can it change that much? Oh, I don't know. That's crazy. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> fun fact. But so they make, they find... They get 8 million lira from people and they give 6 million to the taxi driver. So they have 2 million, which sounds like a lot. but And they need 2 million to get from that dervish place to the airport. So yeah. they use all their money. Anyways, okay. So Meredith and Gretchen get the same flight as Chenna and Joyce, the nonstop. Rob and Amber get to the airport and they find out that there is a layover or there's a flight that leaves earlier with a layover in Frankfurt. That will arrive in London at 9 a.m. instead of 10.30. So they have a confirmed seat from Istanbul to Frankfurt, but the one from Frankfurt to London is full. So they get on the wait list. And in the meantime, they buy tickets for the other one just to like pretend that that's the one that they're going on. Yeah. And then Rob and Amber get to the airport and they get tickets for the nonstop. Ron and Kelly. Oh, yeah, Ron and Kelly. They get tickets for the nonstop. And as they're walking around, Kelly notices that there's that Frankfurt flight. Yeah, she's like, is Frankfurt on the way to London? Yeah. Because it seemed like the Frankfurt flight was like leaving like right then. Also, Meredith walked up to them and gave them money. Yes. Like they didn't even have to ask them. He said like, you guys gave us money when we didn't have it. And we, you know, we're returning the favor. And he wishes them luck. Yeah. And he's just a very kind person. Mm Mm-hmm. And he just seems like such a calm, like a calming person. Like at this point, they've been racing for a long time. He's just standing in the airport, like his hands in his pocket. He has no clothes. Yeah. He's just <laughs> he has like, his little green bag. He's just so chill and nice and gives him money. He's like, well, we just remember what you guys did for us. So we want to give you something. And they're like, oh, thank you. So that was really cool. Yeah. But Ron and Kelly do the same thing. They get the standby ticket to Frankfurt. And they are like, if you don't, they're like, it's very risky. We might not get. Yeah, if they don't get on that flight. Frankfurt to London. They're like, if you don't take risks, you're not going to win. So they're going to do it. Yeah. Which I don't know if I would. I don't know. That would. Because a nonstop flight is very much like a guarantee. Not Mm -hmm. a guarantee, but more guaranteed and just a safer choice for sure. I know. Like, at this point in the race, it's like, you do need to start making your way to the front. But also, you could just be completely out if you missed. Yeah. Meredith says, this flight is... What is this? A flight in this hand is worth two in the bush. Yeah. What does that he mean? says, on this flight, a bird in the hand <laughs> is worth two in the bush. <laughs> that, what? I've never understood 
that phrase. What is that? I've never mean? heard that phrase in my whole life. Oh, you haven't? No. It's an old lady, like an old person phrase. A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. It means it's better to be content with what you have than to risk losing everything oh. by seeking more. So really. Exactly. It, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Interesting. You're right, Meredith. <laughs> okay. So it means you be content with what you have. One in your hand is better than losing two in the bush. Because you don't have them? Because <laughs> they're in the bush? I don't know. Huh. I'm going to use that now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so here we go. The first flight lands in London. Okay, I'm just going to hurry and get this out of the way. London. This is not our first time to the United Kingdom, but it is our first time to London specifically. It's our first time in England because we've been to Scotland. Yeah, I'm not counting that. I'm counting the United Kingdom, though. In my country. So are you, you're counting Scotland as its own country? No. I'm just counting Scotland as the United Kingdom. Okay. Okay, I was confused. Yeah. So, we have not been to England, but we have been in the UK. Yes. Okay. We haven't been to London, but we have been in the UK. <laughs> okay. That's what I said. Okay, London is the capital and largest city of England and the United Kingdom, with a population of around 8 million and a metropolitan population of 14.8 million. Okay. It stands on the River Thames in the southeast of England. It's one of the world's major global cities and has a very strong influence on the world of art and entertainment and fashion and education, healthcare, media, pretty much everything is going on there. Um, it's Europe's most economically powerful city and one of the major financial centers of the world. It has Europe's largest concentration of higher education institutions and has some of the highest ranked academic institutions in the world, like the Imperial College and the University College, London School of Economics. It doesn't list, oh, London specifically. I was going to, it doesn't list uh, Oxford. Oxford's Cambridge. Not London. <laughs> this says, which just goes against what I just said, <laughs> London is the most visited city in Europe. Wait, Istanbul was the most visited city in the world. But right? wouldn't that also be Europe? But there could be the most visited city in Asia would be the most more than Europe. I know, but the most visited city in the world would oh. also be the most visited city in Europe. Yeah, so somebody's lying. <laughs> A lot of people go to both places. Both places. I would believe London more than Istanbul, but I know because when I read I, that, I was surprised. But okay, it has the busiest city airport system in the world, and the London Underground is the oldest rapid transit system in the world. London has a lot of different cultures there. It's very much a melting pot. A lot of people go there from other countries. And there's over 300 languages spoken in London. And that's, that's yeah, that's more than there are there's countries. There's more than countries, yeah. According to research, there are more than 300 languages spoken in London, making it the most linguistically diverse city in the world. The top five non-English languages reportedly spoken are Polish, Turkish, Bengali, French, and Punjabi. So, what? Well, where's Punjabi? What would is that uh, an Indian language or? I don't know. <clears throat> I will look it up. You continue. London has four World Heritage sites. They are the Tower of London, Kew Gardens, it's spelled K E W, the Palace 
and the Abbey of Westminster and St. Margaret's Church. Punjabi is an Indian language. Okay. London has many museums, galleries, and libraries. Also has the West End. London was the largest city in the world for almost 100 years between the mid-1800s to 1914. After that, New York took the, the role of the largest city in the world. London is now the 33rd largest city. Big Ben is not actually the tower. Big Ben is the name of the, the bell, bell inside. And the tower is called Elizabeth. Queen. Wait, what is it called? Queen Elizabeth Tower? I don't remember. And it says London is actually the smallest city in, like, the area of London. London's only one mile, like, one square mile. 1.2 square miles. So, yeah, there is, like, the London city, and then, like, the greater part of, like, around it is actually called Westminster, isn't it? Yeah, Westminster is where, like, you think of London. Yeah. Like, the like actual parliament is in Westminster. Yeah, not even in the London. actual quote unquote city of London is a small, like, more like business mm-hmm. area of London that's not where all the touristy stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's called Elizabeth Tower. Okay. So when you think of Big Ben, it's actually Elizabeth Tower. Big Ben is the bell. Yeah. So it's weird that, like, it's it's yeah. London, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and so the black cabs are like a very well known part famous, of famous, yeah. yeah, iconic. The black cabs are very famous and part of the London culture. You see them everywhere, but to become a black cab driver is not easy. The training lasts two to four years, and you must memorize every single street in London. <gasps> oh, my gosh. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. So if you ever get lost in London. Ask a black cab driver. Yeah. <laughs> we took a black cab. Yeah. One time. I can even think of when it was. We It was after we, oh, after we went to eat park. And then. Oh, I thought we took it. Oh, we took an Uber that one time. Yeah. yeah. So obviously we have been to London. Were you done? <laughs> yes. Was there okay? Yeah. So as of we're recording to recording today, February sixteenth, twenty twenty four. It's been two years <laughs> since we went to London. Yes, we left on February seventeenth, twenty twenty two. And we have told you the story of our flights. <laughs> yeah. To get there, I don't even know. It would have been in season two or three, I think, that we talked about that whole debacle Mm -hmm. getting to london but there's a lot of places here that are very recognizable we have been to a lot of these a lot of these places that was actually my third time going to london Mm -hmm. that was my first one but and it's an awesome city like i literally could you could do i could live in london as well and And i don't like cities yeah that much (laughs) i love cities I don't know if I, I don't know, like the older I get, the less I'd want to live in the city, but London is just so awesome. I could definitely live there. There's, there's yeah, so there's much just like to a, see and do. Yeah, we were there vibe. for how many days? And we, we were there for three days. We spent, so we were there for like a week. We spent three or four days in Wales and the English countryside and then three days in London. 
Yeah. And it was perfect. Like, it was really nice to see both. Yeah. But, yeah, we packed we packed in mm-hmm. our schedule in London. Like, mm-hmm. we did not stop because yeah. there was just so many things that we wanted to see. We actually stayed. So, in this episode, like, the very first thing they do is they take the Heathrow Express into Paddington Station. And that's where – that's exactly what we did mm-hmm. when we got into the airport finally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And our hotel was only like two blocks from Paddington Station. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And I've been there three times and I do different, I do some same things and I've done different things every time. But like you could just spend so much time there learning about the history and seeing mm-hmm. new things and doing new things and eating new things. And like, isn't there a quote of like, if you've run out of things to do in London, you've run out of things to do in your life? Like, there's just yeah. like, <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard that, but I, it is true. Yeah. Very yeah. fun. So it was nice to see. I'm surprised we haven't been to London yet. Yeah. Um, cause it, you know, it's just like a, one of the major world cities. Yeah. And it took us seven seasons to get there, but I know it's interesting so far. I don't know if you guys are interested. We have been to 44 countries. Like how much I say? we've been to more than 44 because some of them have been repeats. Yes. But with the repeats or whatever, we've been to 44 so far. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. It does to me. <laughs> okay. Because so like we've been to India four times. This is our second time to the UK. So I'm trying to look up that quote. It was fun to see. Oh, when a man is tired of London, he is tired of life. So it was, I was pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Who said this? Dr. Johnson. That's. Uh, there's probably one million Dr. Johnsons. Oh, maybe it was Thomas Hardy? I don't know. This is a... Okay. Anyway. Yep. So we are here in London. And the first flight lands at 9 o'clock with those first two teams. Which makes a big, like... Because they did, they were able to get the flights. Yes, they in made, Frankfurt. They, they made it on that on. connection in Frankfurt. Yes, yes, which was lucky. Yes, very lucky. And like when they were in, they landed in Frankfurt, and they both got on the little like tram to go to the next terminal at the same time. And it's like there's only a certain amount of seats that are available on standby, so they're racing. They each were other. running through the airport to get to the ticket counter first. You know, yeah. just in case there was only one set of tickets that was available, but they ended up both getting on. So, yeah. And the second flight leaves Istanbul. <clears throat> so they get the train ticket, train tickets to Paddington Station because they're told like that's the closest station to Abbey Road. And Ron and Rob and Amber get on the first train, and Ron and Kelly barely miss it. Mm-hmm. And again, Rob asks somebody on the train to help show them around his name is Stuart, and he is just their little tour guide for the day yes he is very good at getting people to yes and it struck me interesting because he was saying last leg that joyce and uchenna can't do anything for themselves yeah like they're only here because they coast on other people helping them Mm -hmm. mm-hmm when you have had, you've had that, help, like, five help. people mm-hmm. help you run around, like, every city. Yes. And I'm not I'm not mad at him for it because it's not against the rules and it's a smart move. But, but don't say anything about anybody else. Right. Yeah. 
Well, they get to Abbey Road. The clue says, make your way to the London Eye. Board a capsule. And as you as you go around the Ferris wheel, scan the skyline until you locate the flag. Your next clue will be located below it. So the flag is like the yellow and red. Amazing race flag. Yes. <clears throat> and Ron and Kelly get the clue. So both teams are heading towards the eye. On the way there, Ron and Kelly are fighting. And not getting along in the car. Yeah. And they, both teams kind of get into the London Eye about the same time. Yeah. Like right, right after the other. It's like pretty cloudy. Yeah, it's kind of foggy. Class. They were both like, oh man, like are we going to be able to yeah. see it? But Struggling to find it. It doesn't seem like it's that far out in the distance. So it's pretty close by. Because yeah. when they get down, they just run to it. Yeah. And the clue is right there. And the clue is a detour. And the options are brains and brawn. Brains or brawn. So brains, they have to make their way to the underground, the tube, the subway, whatever you want to call it, and solve a series of three riddles. The answers will lead them to 221 Baker Street, the home of Sherlock Holmes. And brawn, they travel one and a half miles to Battersea Park and transport five 160-pound boats from the lake to this storage area 500 yards away. And once they stack them, they'll get their next clue. Yeah. Which one so, would you pick? I think we should definitely choose brains. Yeah. The London Underground is actually quite easy to navigate. Yeah. Everything's in English, obviously. So, mm -hmm. and it's like pretty simple. And we're really smart. <laughs> <laughs> we're really good at riddles and yeah. puzzles and stuff. So I think that, yeah. We would definitely choose that one, yeah. I think. And it's like really easy. Yeah. It's not even riddles. It literally tells you exactly what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like there it was says, not anything to solve. Find just the three naked it. men of Hammersmith. You go to Hammersmith, there's three naked men statue right there. It's not yep. a riddle. <laughs> That's annoying. So Rob and Amber choose brains and Ron and Kelly choose brains. And obviously Rob and, Rob and Amber still have their helpers. So they get, they're like ahead. Yeah. So the first riddle was find the three naked men of Hammersmith. So there's a train. The Hammersmith Station. Yeah. Which is annoying, too, because they know that the this, tasks, this task is all on the underground. Mm hmm So they just have to look. It literally says Hammersmith. Go there. It's right there. So it's easy. And so they're working on this detour. In the meantime, the second flight lands. And those two teams are heading towards, like, getting the tickets for the Paddington Station and the guy selling them tickets. He's like, oh, you're in the race, too? And they're like, oh, yeah. Have you already seen other teams? He's like, yeah, about two hours ago. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. And that's very discouraging for them to hear. And they are heading there to Abbey Road. And... The second riddle, so we do a lot of back and forth jumping in mm -hmm. this episode, so stick with us. <laughs> the second riddle of the detour says, what street did Victorian London's most famous detective live? Go to the station with the same name and find him standing tall outside. Remember, all is not as it seems. So what they did was like their first clue, they got a bag with a magnifying glass in it. They mm -hmm. go to the next clue, they get a pipe. With a piece of paper in it that's really small. They have to use that magnifying glass to read the really small piece of paper. And then they have to go to the this next one. 
Rob is reading this clue and he's like, he has a magnifying glass and it's really small and he's reading it really slow. Like, on what street did Victorian London's most famous detective live? And Stuart, their little helper, was like, Baker Street. And then he like, go Rob to kept- the station with the same name. Baker Street. Baker Street. Baker Street. <laughs> <laughs> it's Baker Street. <laughs> and then it says, remember, all is not as it seems. That doesn't even have anything to do with the detail. Yeah, so I thought there was going to be some sort of twist yeah. or something, but no, because they go to the next one and... Baker Street. They go outside. The statue is right there. The statue says, mystery solved. Go to the museum and turn, return all the belongings to me. Yeah. No, there was no riddle. No. Nope. This was super easy. <laughs> Which is annoying because then Uchenna and Joyce and Meredith and Gretchen... Like, they go to Abbey Road, go to the London Eye, see the flag, get the detour clue, okay? And they both choose brawn because they both think that brain's going to be really hard. Yeah. And it wasn't It wasn't hard. No. And, but still, like, Meredith and Gretchen really struggle with finding, finding things, things and directions. Yeah, so, but also, like, that was kind of a hard one. Yes. The boats for to do, yeah, for yeah. them to do. Because they're pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they both choose that and... Then Rob and Amber finish the detour, and the next clue says, go to the Millennium Dome. Caution, yield ahead. Your next clue will be in the parking lot outside. So Stuart leaves them at mm-hmm. this point, and they're like, oh, now what are we going to do? Yeah. And I'm like, By ourselves, see? actually, we use our own brains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Millennium Dome. I read a statistic when I was doing the research, and it says it's like the biggest building of that kind in the world. Like a dome structure. What is it for? Is it for like f- football, soccer, or like rugby? concerts? Yeah. Is that where Taylor Swift is? That's where like the biggest concerts happen. Yeah, and like football games. No, I so- see. soccer, football games. Taylor Swift's going to London in the summer, isn't she? Yeah, I bet she'd be there. It's huge. So it's like three hundred sixty-five meters wide, fifty-two meters tall, and has twelve like things sticking up support, like beams sticking up so it's like days 365 52 weeks high and then 12 of the month's beams holding it up oh she's playing at Wembley Stadium oh I think I knew that that's that's really big as well so yeah okay yeah so so well okay so Rob and Amber they take the train the underground sorry say that again Rob and Amber take the (laughs) underground (laughs) To the Millennium Dome. Um, to the Millennium Dome. But Robin, Ke- Ron and Kelly finish the detour and they take a taxi. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, who, which one's going to be faster? The traffic in London is always... It's, yeah. Ron said their taxi ride took an hour. Yeah. And Ron and Ke- Robin Amber got there first. And they get to the yield first. They're like, if anybody gets us gets there before us, we're definitely yielded. Mm-hmm. Which, yes, that probably would happen. But they get there first. And this just is so weird, but Rob even says it doesn't yeah. even make sense to us. I, okay, so I wrote it down because – so there, Amber's like, should we do Ron and Kelly? That Or no, she she was like, let's do Uchenna and Joyce. And Rob was like, well, if we yield Uchenna and Joyce and Ron and Kelly still end up last, then we'll have wasted the yield. It doesn't even make sense. They knew Ron and Kelly were on their flight and Uchenna and Joyce were behind them. Yielding Uchenna and Joyce would literally be a com- like confirming getting them out. 
And and they're still a strong competitor. Like, they didn't even think about Meredith and Gretchen. Right. They said Ron and Kelly – he said Ron and Kelly are their biggest competition. But Eugenia and Joyce are still a very big competition. Like, that didn't even make sense. Yeah. It would just be a waste of our yield. It's and also, like, why would Ron and Kelly still end up last? Yes. Like, do they think it's going to take them that long? Yeah, why and did he say – And then either way, a, you know, somebody's out that's <laughs> – Yeah, why did he say, even if they end up last – if they end up last, it'll be a waste of our – what? That didn't even make sense. And Amber's just like, okay. Yeah, Amber's like, okay, let's do Ron and Kelly. I'm glad they didn't yield Joyce and Uchenna. Me too. But – because they ended up doing Ron and Kelly. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So, so the, yeah. They get there. It's a roadblock. It says, who's what? Who's got the drive to win or something? Who's got the drive to win? So, they have to drive a double-decker bus through the marked cones and then back into the designated space at the end. Yeah. So they can't hit the cones. And if they do, they have to start over. Mm-hmm. And Amber says she can't drive a stick. So, Rob has to do it. And he's doing pretty good. He makes it pretty far, but hits the cone on the first try. He ends up doing it on his fourth try. And we'll just tell you that the clue says, travel eight miles to Potter's Field Park across from the London Bridge to the, travel to the pit stop eight miles away at Potter's Field Park. Yeah. Across from the London Bridge. So they're on their way to the pit stop. In the meantime, Meredith and Gretchen and Uchenna and Joyce get to Battersea Park, where their detour is, and they start loading boats. They seem heavy. They put them on this little, like, hand truck and take them up a little hill to that It's just like a little storage place. gazebo area. Yeah. yeah. And they look pretty heavy. It looks kind mm-hmm. of hard, but Uchenna and Joyce are working really well together. I mean, Meredith and Gretchen are as well, but they're just struggling a little bit more. Yeah. Because they are they they're 160 pounds mm-hmm. and they're like awkward and there's like nothing to hold on to mm-hmm. to like lift them and but they both just keep going never stop never give up just, just yeah. like going as fast at one they point can. Uchenna even tried to help them push yeah. their boat and then they were like no you can't help us like apparently it was in the rules that nobody could yeah. help them on this one yeah Gretchen says nobody can help us he's like oh yeah oh yeah nobody can help and he turns around and like he wanted to help him so yeah. bad he was so nice though. <laughs> And Uchenna and Joyce finished before Meredith and Gretchen, but they weren't too far after them. No, not too bad. In the meantime, Ron and Kelly get to the roadblock and they say that they're yielded. And Ron says, this is the nail in the coffin. I'm like, why does he think that? He knows the other teams are two, two hours behind him. Yeah, I don't know. Everybody's just weird on this <laughs> lane. <laughs> and yeah, so... They're just sitting out there, yield time. They're drawing faces on Robin Amber's picture. <laughs> yeah, with like devil horns yeah. and stuff. <laughs> um, Uchenna and Joyce finish their detour and get the clue to go to the roadblock or the Millennium Dome. And so they run out to the road and they ask a cab driver if it's faster to take a train or a cab. And he says, the London traffic is just awful. I'd take a train. Yeah. Out to, what was the station? The... Don't remember the station. That doesn't matter. No. <laughs> and so they like go down into the train, the underground, but then they like go up to one that's above ground and they're on the wrong train. Yeah, on the like wrong- the train like is coming into the stop, but it just like passes them and they're like, oh, are we in the wrong place? And then some guy was like, I think you need to be to the underground. Yeah. So they go back down. 
In the meantime, Meredith and Gretchen finish and they get out there and they get in a they cab. They take a cab, yeah. So that's another thing, like which one's faster? Meredith and Gretchen are in traffic, but Yuchenna and Joyce went to the wrong platform. Finally, Ron and Kelly's yield runs down and they get the clue and they have Kelly choose do the roadblock because they Ron's said done Ron's five. done five already. And they can only do six. Yeah. And they're probably saving it for, for like, the finale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But Robin Amber, meanwhile, check in as team number one and win a home entertainment system. Which Compliments of JBC. <laughs> <laughs> so they get a prize. Yeah. And the other ones didn't. Nuchenna and Joyce arrive at the roadblock and Joyce decides she'll do it. And then Meredith will do the roadblock because um, they arrive right after. Yeah. So, so they're all, all like, three of these yeah. are doing them at the same time. So really, it's just kind of like who is gonna finish this the fastest, and their t- their teammates are like standing over on the sidewalk. All of them are like, "Turn this way, turn that way, go faster!" Oh my gosh, you're gonna hit a cone! Just straighten out. And all the people that are trying to drive are like, "Be quiet! Like Stop you're just at yeah, me. <laughs> you're frustrating me. You're making me nervous." I'm surprised that like. I mean, they still obviously haven't made the rule that mm-hmm. the teammate can't help. Because literally when Kelly's backing in, Ron's like right behind her being like, right a little, back, 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 right, right, left, right. You know, like yeah. literally guiding like her guiding right her. into the back, like backing her in. I'm like, that's not fair. I guess it is fair because they're all doing it. Yeah. And it's not a rule. It shouldn't yet, be that so. way. <laughs> and Ron, Ron is like, it's like teaching a woman how to drive. Like he was like yeah. making this like random analogy but it's like that's exactly what you're doing that's exactly what has she's learning this for the very first time and she's a woman so (laughs) and when they first opened the clue and said what it was and he was like oh i i would have been so good at this one like well then why didn't you do it yeah it's like so anyways kelly does end up finishing it first of those three teams after seven attempts yeah and they get in a cab to go to the pit stop. And in the cab, they are fighting a lot. Because he was like, oh, good job, baby. I'm so proud of you. And she's like, okay. He's like, okay, well, there it is. The emotions. Like, we can't even just get through one thing. And then you have to have your emotions come out. And she's like, well, you haven't been nice to me. And he was like, I'm just not used. I'm used to talk to, to a man. You say whatever you feel. And then you're done with it. I'm not used to, like, having the emotions of a woman. And she's like, there's. My brother is in the military and he doesn't talk to me the way you talk to me. And then they start fighting even more and they're just like. He's like, I wanted you to do it faster. I could have yeah. done it in one or two yes. attempts. I could have done it. And she's like, well, I was doing it and you weren't. And I think I did like a pretty good job or whatever. But why it makes you think you could do it better than me? He's like, I flew a $35 million helicopter. You don't think I could handle this piece of equipment? I know how to blah. run mobile mechanics yeah. or something like that <laughs> and she's like well you know and he's like turn around let's let's go I back would lose this race just to prove to you that i could have done it on the first try yeah, yeah. i'm like he was kay. being sarcastic he wasn't being serious yeah obviously, but, but still like just let it go yes like <laughs> and you are being such a like masculine man right now like <laughs> annoyingly like okay cool you can drive something but i did it and it's done with so drop it and there's still two other teams that haven't finished yet so they don't have very good communication because kelly is very quick to get emotional Mm -hmm. and he's very quick to get flustered or frustrated when she is emotional yeah and they don't know how to communicate like she doesn't know how to portray her emotions 
in a way that he'll understand and he doesn't know how to accept her emotions and like work it through with her. <laughs> like they're just, yeah. It'll and they're be, not getting along right it'll now. It'll <laughs> be very interesting to see what happens with them after mm-hmm. this. But. So then Joyce finishes the roadblock before Meredith. But when they walk out, her and Uchenna, they're, like, not sure where to go. They're, like, should we get yeah. a taxi? Whatever, so they got whatever. there on the train. So they start walking down the train into the train. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, come back up. And they almost get on a bus. But then they get a taxi. Yeah. So it's taking them a while to figure out how to get there. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, Meredith finishes. And yeah. they get in and a cab. And they get straight into a cab. And it's, like, getting dark. And, yeah. you know. They're both in cabs, going to the same place, pretty close to each other, mm-hmm. you know. But Joyce and Uchenna end up checking in as team number three, which means Meredith and Gretchen are team number four, and they're eliminated. Yeah, mm. it's sh- it showed them both getting out at the same time. But yeah, as we've said before, we don't know if that is actually accurate or if it just was edited yeah. to look that way but and it was like it was like a really cool shot actually as meredith and gretchen were walking up because the tower of london is lit up in the background um, london bridge oh the london bridge yeah. yeah the london bridge is lit up in the background and gretchen's like oh meredith look mm-hmm. and like the lights of the city and it was really cool and they were just like taking it in and appreciating it and yeah they knew that they were last so and they said, well, Gretchen said, we've stayed in longer than we ever dreamed we could. And we've had well over a million dollars of memories and experiences. Yeah. So. They've been so cool. Never giving up. So cute to each other. So nice to each other. Nice to everybody else. Yeah. You could tell that everybody, like, just loves them. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. Like, very impressive that they made it so far. Yeah. And. Like, yeah, really, they surprised themselves every time they didn't get eliminated, you know? <laughs> what? Like, and they surprised us because we thought they were tied with Don and Mary Jean, and we were like, yeah, why did they keep staying in here? I think the beginning of this episode, she said, we just wanted to get to, like, the second leg without embarrassing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> they made it much farther than that. Yes, they did. So we're going to miss them. But now we just have three teams left. I guess just tell us about them first, and then... Okay, so they their average was 5.4. They took fourth overall. So they were, wow, sixth, seventh, 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 seventh. And that was the non-elimination. They took what overall? Fourth. Oh, so they finished right in the... No, aver- oh, their average was 5.4. Oh, okay. So they finished above their yeah. average. That's good. Yeah, so sixth, seventh, 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 fifth, 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 fourth, second, fourth. And Meredith did two, three, four, five, six roadblocks, and Gretchen did one, two, four. So if they would have made it to the next legs, then Gretchen would have had to do the final two roadblocks. So, Phil at some point listed that when he took away all of their possessions, it was one of the meanest moments in the first 30 seasons of the show, which yeah. it, that was harsh. Yeah. Like, and to not give him any warning. Yeah. That was, Cause, yeah, I was thinking about that today. Cause I just think about this like every day, all day. I, <laughs> I literally have so many dreams about the amazing, amazing oh, race since we started doing this. 
all the time. Like so many. Anyways, I was thinking like, that is not fair because literally the second that happened to them, everybody else that happens to now know yeah, what to expect and how to prepare for it. Yeah. They had no idea what was coming or how to prepare for it. That is not fair. Well, they powered through and still lasted one, two, three, four, five, six legs after that. With, wow. With, with one outfit. <laughs> Oh well, that's not true because Joyce and Uchenna gave them some clothes. But. Yeah, thank goodness. Um, so now, current day, they are both still living, which is fantastic. Following the death of Dawn from last season, Meredith is now the oldest living Amazing Race contestant. Oh, Dawn. I know. So they, Meredith and Gretchen are tied with Dawn and Mary Jean for the oldest team to compete. They both have an average age of 67.5 at the time of racing. 67 is pretty old. I know. To be doing all that. So now, let's see. Meredith is 88 and Gretchen is 85 now. Wow. That's like the our parents' age. Yeah. Our grandparents, I mean. <laughs> our parents. Yeah. So they were the first team to have all their possessions taking away, taken away for finishing last in a non-elimination. They're the first team with an average age of over 60 to reach the final four. They're the first team to be eliminated in England. They have the highest finish by a team with an average age of over 60 at fourth place and the lowest racing average of a team who finished in fourth place at 5.4. <laughs> so they do... Like we've said a few times, like these franchise records are starting to run out because nobody's like the first to do mm -hmm. these things anymore, but they have a lot. Yeah. So good job, Meredith and Gretchen. They're record breakers. <laughs> yeah. Meredith, no, no, no. Gretchen is on Facebook and like, you know how I get on and I say like they're on Facebook, but they haven't posted in like five years, whatever, whatever. Gretchen posts like five times a week. Oh, really? <laughs> She's very active on facebook she posts pictures of like her and meredith it looks like they just went on a cruise like recently they with their kids what's her last name kaiser smith kaiser dash smith recipes a lot of uh anti joe biden stuff mm, wonderful yeah, like a lot of political stuff. And yeah. But she's on there and she is active in the Amazing Race fans Facebook page that I've talked about before. She does comment a lot on, you know, when people start talking about season seven, she'll chime in and because nobody has anything bad to say about them. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like, we love Meredith and Gretchen. And she always will comment and be like, thank you for speaking highly of us. So I myself went in just for research for this season. And I said, thoughts on season seven. We're rewatching it for the first time in 15 years. I said a couple of other things. But some this guy says uh, in his comment, all that matters is that Gretchen is an inspiration Despite being the oldest woman to ever compete on the race, her gung-ho attitude while dealing with one of the roughest legs a player has ever dealt with, falling in the cave, getting stitches, still doing the roadblock only to come in last and find out that not only have they lost all of their money, but being the first team ever to have their belongings taken away, that was a true disadvantage because every point or every team from that point forward were prepared to wear extra clothing 
if they suspected they'd be last, mm-hmm. which, which is what you said. So then I responded to him and I said, I love her and Meredith so much. That was a tough leg they powered through. Taking away their possessions was super harsh. And then Gretchen says, thank you, Matt and Jessica. So nice to know after all these years, we are fondly remembered. <laughs> so Cute. I feel special. She commented yeah. on my on my post. So Yeah. I was just thinking. What was I thinking? <laughs> what did you just say? I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Ron and <laughs> Kelly just got all their possessions taken away. Yeah. Like, right before the end, it's probably going to be an advantage for them. They don't have to, like, have all their send their them. bags yeah. in the mail or anything like that that other, pe- other teams do. Yeah, and there's one more non-elimination league because Phil, at the end of this, or the beginning of this episode, when he was, like, recapping, he was like, this was the second of three non-eliminations leagues, so there's one more. Mm-hmm. And, Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, take my stuff, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for the package. Ship it back home. <laughs> they don't have the money, but, like, we haven't really seen any of them have problems. Oh, yeah. Also. Raising money. Ron and Kelly got money for, like, just the taxi t- at the- in Istanbul. They didn't even ask for money in London. They did. When they missed the train. Oh, yeah, they, they did. in the train station. They oh, yeah. for money. And the girl gave her them American dollars. Yeah. But they still because like still the London to, Eye is super expensive. Yeah, and they and still had to do the detour through the like on the underground, and so then like, take the cab all the way out to that place. Yeah, and take a cab back in. So like all that, the four hundred seventy-seven dollars was all just like transportation, mm-hmm. basically. And it just didn't seem like they struggled getting money. No, but it was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody was super generous. Yeah, I wonder how much Meredith gave them. Hopefully not that much. I know. Probably like 20 bucks. I think that's what they gave him uh, when they didn't have money. But yeah. So anyway, so we have one episode left, but two legs. It'll mm-hmm. be a double leg. We are down to the top three. I know who wins. Sadie, who do you think wins? And who do you want to win? Um, I think I think you Chen and Joyce win and I want you Chen and Joyce to win. <laughs> And yeah, that's what I want. I think they probably stay in like the UK area for the next leg and then make their way to the US after that. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting route because they like went to South America, Africa, Africa, India, India, then back to Turkey and Europe. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a, they're not going all the way around the world. They're kind of doing yeah. like a U. A U. Yeah. A backwards C, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And we don't really have time to go anywhere else before they have to go to the States. You know, like we have a whole leg, but I don't think they can like go somewhere and then go. I don't, well, I don't know. They can do Maybe. whatever they want. We'll find out. We'll see. <laughs> okay. We've been surprised before, so. Yes. All right. Well, that is very exciting. We'll see you next episode in the finale. Make sure to join us. Thanks for listening. This is the Amazing Rewatch podcast. You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. Bye.